Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. I'm Maddie. And I'm Olivia. And we are so excited to welcome you back to The, the Bigger, Bigger Picture. Picture. Today we will be sharing some stories about alien encounters. But before we do that, there's been some confusion about our name. So let's explain our thinking. The idea of The Bigger Picture podcast is to discuss the idea that the world is full of secrets. There are a lot of strange ph phenomena in the world, and life is way too short not to question it. With our podcast, we want to get you thinking too. And with that being said, let's get into our first story. Olivia, what do you have for today? Okay, so I fell down a rabbit hole, and I actually, uh, it was while I was researching stories about the Appalachian Mountains that I found, about, um, found out about sorry, the Brown Mountain Lights. So the Brown Mountain Lights are actually a staple in the Appalachian Mountains. One of the earliest accounts of the strange phenomenon <laughs> appeared in the Charlotte Daily Observer on September 24, 1913. The report was attributed to Anderson Lovin and depicted mysterious lights seen just above the horizon every night. The lights were red and materialized punctually, once at 7.30 p.m. and again at 10 p.m. In that same year, a United States Geological Survey employee, D.B. Sturrett, investigated the claims, and he discovered the headlights of a westbound Southern Railway's locomotives could be seen from Levin's hotel. And the train schedules, according to the local train station, left him no further suspicion that this was the cause behind the lights. But then, in 1922, a USGS scientist, George R. Mansfield, attempted to debunk these claims once again arguing things like trains, car headlights, and even brush fires to be the cause. So Mansfield set out um, an Allidade telescope near Lo Lovin's Hotel, and he recorded several nighttime lights, where one specifically appeared to move erratically and flare in brightness, not at all matching up with a train or a car's headlights. That night, Joseph Lovin claimed to have experienced the real brown mountain lights, Another series of lights were witnessed on a curve on a southern railway track, and its appearance coincided precisely with that of a scheduled train. For the time being, these claims eased the public tension and concern. However, over the years, locals have begun speculating about these 20th century occurrences and wonder what they really could have been. Many other famous sightings have been revealed over the years, and the Brown Mountain Lights even have their own X-File segment from a 1999 episode titled Field Trip. The lights have inspired many movies such as the 2014 film Alien Abduction and other shows like Ancient Alien Mystery Hunters. Wow. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to think of that, but I honestly <laughs> would like to see the Brown Mountain Lights. Me too. I think it would be really cool. Kind of like the, um, what are they called? Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Oh, God, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> what is it? Um, they're like the lights off of, they're like in Alaska and the Antarctic, and they're like green and blue. You've never heard of them before? I've heard of like the northern lights in like New York, right? I think that's what it is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Aurora Borealis. Oh, really? Yeah. That must be like the real name. People just call it the fake name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My story is about the Flatwoods Monster. It's one of the most infamous folk monsters ever. And this is where I fell down a rabbit hole. The Flatwoods Monster folktale originated in a rural town in Braxton County, West Virginia. 
It originated on the evening of September 12, 1952. Orchid, Edward May, and Reddy May, as well as Neil Nunley and Tommy Hayer, all claimed to see the light shooting across the sky. The group decided to follow it and came upon what appeared to be a crash site. They immediately noticed red glowing lights materializing from behind the wreckage when they described it as a 10-foot-tall, levitating creature that had a radiant green face allegedly made hissing sounds. This event would make the local news and eventually national news. The U.S. Air Force even inquired about the incident, but nothing was ever confirmed. No one came forward with the body of the creature, and there are no images other than art interpretations that this alleged monster was never seen again. Now, this is not to say that the Flatwood monster didn't crash and land in Braxton County, but we may never know truly what really happened that night. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like a lot of stories like that are left like untold because there's no evidence about it. Yeah. But honestly, like it definitely could have happened. Yeah. I mean, do do you believe in aliens? Like, I don't honestly know if I believe in aliens. I mean, I've personally never seen a ghost or an alien. Mm -hmm. But all these like stories I hear make me want to believe it. But the fact that I haven't seen it yet, I don't. But that doesn't necessarily mean I will never see one or never believe. So you're like a see it to believe it kind of person. Kind of. I mean, I necessarily like, I kind of want to see it to believe it. But when people like tell me a story about it, like I want to believe it. I don't know. My great grandfather believes in them <laughs> and he claims he's seen one up at his camp in Eustace. <laughs> I don't know about that, but he seems to have this story that he believes in. So I just believe him and listen to his stories when he talks. <laughs> <That's> cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't think I believe in like the aliens, like the green aliens with the big heads and the big eyes, like, oh, yeah. And the small bodies. <laughs> like, I don't believe in that for sure. However, I think, I mean, I think. With how, like, ginormous our universe is, there has to be something else that, like, is living. I mean, the idea has potential for sure. Yeah, totally. We'll see. Maybe I'll see one. Maybe I won't yeah, in this lifetime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think those alien sites will wrap up our episode for today. Yes, I agree. However, I do also want to ask you the question, do you believe in witches, Maddie? I don't know if I believe in witches. I mean, I once dressed up as a witch on Halloween when I was younger. <laughs> but, like, aliens, I mean, I've never really seen one, so I don't know if I believe in them or not. Okay, okay. I mean, I believe in witches. I think, not like, again, not like the Hansel and Gretel kind of witch. But, like, <laughs> though I'm pretty sure there are people like that, too. Maybe. Um, I'd live in a gingerbread house. Oh, yeah, same, totally. <laughs> All right. I think that will wrap it up for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope to have you back next episode where we will discuss some witches. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.